TikTok has the possibility of becoming banned here in the United States. What went on in last week's hearings and what can we expect to happen next? Also, members of the Los Angeles Unified School District went on strike last week, causing schools to close for three days. How did this affect students and was there eventually a deal reached? Lastly, Donald Trump has been the center of attention all week, but he wasn't arrested. So what exactly is going on in this case? Hello and welcome back to the pod, and if you're new here, welcome. My name is Hannah, and today we're going to be talking about a few different topics. I would like to start briefly by touching on the Los Angeles school strike that occurred last week. As I'm sure you have heard, last week members of the Los Angeles Unified School District went on strike in order to gain better wages. This strike was not just for teachers either, as it included members from across the district. This meant that schools in the district were closed for three days last week as employees ranging from teachers to bus drivers to custodians and more marched peacefully in protest across the streets of LA. So why were they marching? As I'm sure you already know, teachers and other school district employees oftentimes do not make a whole lot of money. Of course, this varies by place, but here in this school district, employees make an average of only $25,000 a year, according to their union. $25,000! I mean, that would be low anywhere in the country, but in LA, where the cost of living is one of the highest in the nation, that certainly does not go very far. Because of this, the union members marched. Here's what they wanted. First, workers wanted a 30% pay raise, as well as an additional $2 raise added over the next four years. Secondly, they wanted increased hours for part-time employees so that they would have more opportunities to make money. I mean, that may seem like a lot at first, but these employees are also already severely underpaid and have one of the most important jobs in the nation. Here in the Los Angeles Unified School District, there are roughly 500,000 kids. That is roughly half a million students who these employees are helping every single day. So when I was doing some research for this podcast, I was reading this article by CNN, and in it I found this quote from a protester that really struck me. Union member Adrian Alvarez told KCAL, which is affiliated with CNN, that, quote, We live in this weird paradox as workers that help feed children, and yet we struggle to feed our own children. We help students go to college, yet we don't have enough money to send our kids to college, end quote. I mean, these school workers really are making a difference in the lives of millions of kids across the country, and they are paid hardly anything for it. So yeah, this strike seemed pretty reasonable to most people in the country. But like anything, there was some controversy because the strike caused all of the schools in the area to close down for the three days that union members protested. However, this protest was planned and the district had time to prepare. More than 150 schools provided daytime supervision because of course, parents still had to go to work. Local recreation companies also chipped in a bit too with some of them creating daytime play sessions to help watch the kids as well. Heck. Even the Los Angeles County Zoo got involved by offering free admission to elementary school students in what they called a community safari day. Pretty awesome, right? And if you're wondering how lower income students got fed, families were able to get six meals per student in order to make up for the time spent outside of school. On Friday, after the three days worth of protests, a deal was finally reached. The union eventually got what they wanted, and it was finally agreed upon that they would get the 30% that they were protesting for. 
Teachers who taught during COVID in the 2020-2021 school year will also receive a $1,000 bonus, and the minimum wage will be increased to $22.52 per hour. These wage increases are predicted to raise the average salary of these employees from $25,000 a year to $33,000 a year. Union leaders have implied that there is still a lot of work to be done, but they are very happy with the result. They aren't planning any more strikes for the foreseeable future. I think this topic was just another reminder to the nation of how hard it is to make a living in many of America's largest cities. This is definitely a problem for major cities across the nation as the cost of living is so high. It is also once again bringing up the rather low wages that teachers and other school employees are paid across the nation, not just in LA. Moreover, if this district is able to protest and get change, what is to stop other districts across the nation from doing the same? TikTok has been under major fire recently, and after the congressional hearing last week, TikTok users have been going crazy making videos about it. The hearing took place last week Thursday, when members of Congress questioned TikTok CEO Sho Chu about the app. Well, maybe question is a little bit light of a term. Members of the House Energy and Commerce Committee absolutely grilled the CEO for roughly five hours on Thursday. The main question here was about Americans' privacy, as TikTok has some potentially concerning ties to China. The concern here is that TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, is a Chinese company. Lawmakers have cited their concerns based on laws that allow the Chinese government to demand data from Chinese companies and citizens for intelligence purposes. However, TikTok has been making an effort to distance themselves from ByteDance over these concerns. The company is working to help secure Americans' data as well in what the company calls Project Texas. This $1.5 billion project has to do with storing American TikTok users' information at the Texas-based company Oracle, whom you may remember from the previous attempt to ban TikTok during the Trump administration. The idea here is that Americans' information will be stored in the U.S., and thus China will have absolutely no access to it. However, lawmakers just didn't seem convinced. In fact, one lawmaker from Texas actually said this about the Texas project. Quote, Please rename your project. Texas is not the appropriate name. We stand for freedom and transparency, and we don't want your project. End quote. Like, what? Also, if you have TikTok, you have probably seen videos of Congressman Richard Hudson of North Carolina asking the CEO of TikTok if it connects to the home Wi-Fi network, seemingly implying that if TikTok was using the home Wi-Fi, that it would be able to get into other devices to gather information, which simply just isn't true. Mr. Chu seemed a bit confused by this question, as of course TikTok has to connect to the internet in order to work. That's how everything online works, including Facebook and Instagram, other social media companies. This was just one of many rather interesting questions that Congress asked the CEO, making many people wonder if Congress is really qualified to address this issue. I can't help but be reminded of the Supreme Court case Google versus Gonzalez that was heard back in February of this year. This case was dealing with whether or not the media companies were responsible for the content that it posted on their platforms. This case hasn't been decided yet, but that is not why I'm bringing it up. During the hearing, Supreme Court Justice Elena Kagan said, quote, We really don't know about these sorts of things. These are not like the nine greatest experts on the internet, end quote, 
in reference to the nine Supreme Court justices who would be deciding the outcome of this case, thus implying that maybe this case should be something that Congress handles. I mean, many of our justices are not up to date on current technology trends and whatnot, so I can see what she means when she implies that the Supreme Court is likely not the best place to decide these types of social media issues. However, after this TikTok hearing, it made me also wonder if our members of Congress are also a bit unqualified to handle these types of big tech cases. I mean, if you don't know how Wi-Fi works, how are you supposed to make an educated decision on what to do about TikTok? I mean, there are 150 million Americans who use TikTok. That's nearly half the country. The average age of a Congress member is around 58 years old, while for the Senate, it's just over 60. So can we really expect our representatives to understand what is going on with these big tech companies? I also think that it is important to bring up the fact that this is targeting TikTok and TikTok only, despite the fact that TikTok is not the only social media company that is using your data. American company Facebook also collects data from its users to create more personalized ad recommendations. There's also a lot we don't know about how Meta, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram and more, uses your data. So is it really fair to just ban TikTok? Or should Congress really be looking to regulate all social media companies? I'll leave this question up to you. To end this week's episode, I would just like to quickly touch on former President Trump and him not getting arrested, despite him saying that he would. Trump had said that he was likely going to be arrested on Tuesday of last week and had encouraged his followers to protest the move, if it were to happen. But despite much anticipation, this never happened and Trump is still a free man. The decision was pushed back, likely into this week or next, after the grand jury was called off last week. I think I'm going to kick the story on to next week due to the fact that we still don't have the full story here. But definitely keep your eyes open for developments next week, because I think we may get some big ones. Thanks for listening this week, and I'll see you all next Monday. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Rundown. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please consider rating this podcast five stars on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. It helps a ton. If you'd like to learn more about this week's topic, check out the sources linked in the description. I'm your host, Hannah Roo, and I will see you all next week.